An awareness campaign to highlight the risks of dehydration and malnutrition amongst older people living at home alone is being launched by a Petersfield-based living care company. The campaign, being run by McDonald Home Care, coincides with National Nutrition and Hydration Week and aims to help reduce additional pressure on the NHS from illness and injuries caused by lack of food and drink. Well, with me is Lee McDonald, who's the director of the company. So firstly then, Lee, why are you launching this campaign? Well, first and foremost is to raise awareness, especially for people who are most vulnerable in the community and they being sort of the elderly who typically are at home, um, alone, maybe isolated and therefore part of that is they're maybe not eating as well or drinking as much fluids as possible. So they're at more sort of more vulnerable really of, of malnutrition and dehydration. So what leads older people to not eat and drink enough? It's a really good question, and and I would say the main issues are around isolation and loneliness. And what I mean by that, that, that how that sort of presents itself, is that, that somebody is not motivated to cook for themselves any longer. They may have lost a spouse or family may have moved away, or things have changed, and, and therefore cooking and really monitoring your own fluid is, is a challenge for anybody. I, I think in my own life, and I'm sure most people who, who are hearing this, that any season of their lives they maybe have gone through, living alone, it's, it's a struggle to, to feel motivated to cook for yourself and to really take care of yourself. People are busy, people are working, people have families and responsibilities, and often maybe their loved ones or the elderly or neighbourhood communities like this, they, it's going unnoticed. It's a silent killer in a way. So what are the risks then of people living alone? There's many risks really. I mean I would firstly start with the physical risks and that that could be simply that um, through the lack of good fluid intake or the right fluids or the foods is they're becoming generally weak, tired, frail and through that is a um, high risk of falls urinary tract infections or infections in general, general illnesses that actually can have a massive, massive impact on the elderly. And then leading on to that is a massive impact on the healthcare system and sector in general with the NHS. And how much of an impact is this having at the moment? Well, if you just take one of the key areas of poor nutrition and hydration is falls. And so someone who is living by themselves, maybe isolated, maybe not taking care of themselves as they should then falls will, will occur because of that tiredness, because of that confusion. And so part of that, and the statistics prove, that falls contribute um, to all these accidental injuries in over 65, and they can cost the NHS around about £2 billion per year. So that simple area alone is massive, and it's not just the impact of that person. It's also the impact of family that are involved in their lives, but then it's the impact on the health and social care setting or the NHS and the hospitals where that person may end up staying in hospital a lot longer. Therefore, the cost of and the resources of that, the loss of muscle tone during that period, and then actually when they're, when they're well enough to go home, there may be no care provision available to them, and therefore it's a vicious cycle that's just really... Um, impacting the whole um, NHS massively, really. So you talk about community and you talk about companionship. Um, isolation has been very much in the in the news at the moment, mm-hmm. particularly with the uh, fears about coronavirus and what that might mean for people being 
at home alone. Do you think this could have an impact on the nutrition hydration of elderly people? You'd imagine that there wouldn't be anybody that was able to come and visit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's still very early days and we talk about the coronavirus, but, you know, even the, the battle plan that's being talked about at the moment from Westminster is that elderly people who, or those people who are vulnerable, so the elderly population, would really be restricted to staying at home. And that, that's easier said than done. So, you know, is that elderly person who is restricted to stay at home, do they have support? Do they have people who are able to visit, um, cook meals, prepare meals, sit down, have a chat and, and oversee these things? And, and the likelihood is no. So in theory, yes, it's very important for them to avoid public places, and especially hospitals. But in reality, if they are suffering from malnutrition or dehydration, then they're going to need some support. And that support needs to be in the home. And how are you as a company helping to combat this issue? We set up the company specifically for living care because I've seen over the many years in the care sector how living care by nature is the only sort of care service that is holistic. And what I mean by that, it's it's not just dealing with care tasks of the day. So example being that someone may have a, a care service and they're having someone to come and help clean or prepare meals or medication, but they're only set times of that day. The rest of that time, the person may be isolated and lonely. And so living care actually provides that person to sort of have that sort of community with, that sharing of meals together, communication, sitting down, having a cup of tea together, chatting, going out, shopping, all these types of things. And so by nature, actually living care combats poor nutrition, poor hydration. And over and over again, I've seen that when we set up a living care service and one of the things was highlighted was the poor nutrition, not eating well, not drinking well, um, how that's changed radically simply by having someone to share life with. Lee, thank you. You're welcome.